What is up, fellow bench warmers? Welcome to your daily fantasy quickie. Hey guys, what's up? Welcome to another quickie. My name is JJT with Komish. Komish Eric. Komish. COVID, yeah. COVID, COVID. I think that's the theme of the day. Of the season. Uh, yeah, I mean, just a lot. I mean, it's faster. I mean, maybe this is the new variant that we, we've been hearing about. Uh, transmits faster. Um, but uh, seemingly not as potent, I guess, and not as deadly as the other earlier variants. I mean, um, you know, players are able to come back with negative tests within you know a couple of weeks or maybe less than that. This is the sign of the times. A fantasy basketball podcast talking about variants of COVID. <laughs> yes, but. But I don't think I, 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 according to what I heard, the US is not yet really uh, not yet really purely the new variant. Um, majority is the old variant. So mm-hmm. so maybe this is not it yet. But with the way they're not really being careful, I guess, um, not wearing masks and everything. Yeah. It's Partying, bound to happen, you know. Partying, you know, it's bound to happen. And uh, a lot of, of our followers are showing me their lineups, their teams, their lineups, and uh, I can I can you know I can relate because my team is also down a lot of players. But I told them you know just think of it as come playoff time, they're all immune. It's like natural vaccination. No, just not you know even before that. I mean at least you endure it for a couple of weeks maybe. And if yes. you survive that, uh, just get your team to maybe not lose a big 4-5 uh, loss or 3-6 at worst, then you should be fine. But if you're at the, you know, the frustration sets in when you are fighting for that playoff spot. But when you're like in the top five, you'll be uh, fine. Yeah, you'll be okay. You'll be somewhat okay. Uh, but if so you're th- the 8-9, and then your lineup is that depleted, you're going to be in trouble. So you have to, you know, and, sell, and, I guess, some of these players. Yeah, and that makes... This, this is not a joke. Um, I, 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 We're making light of it, but it's true. Uh, if you think about it, if they get COVID now, this is yeah. logical. Uh, guys like Lamelo, for instance, versus, let's say, Trey Young or Chris Paul. I mean, he got it. He's young. He's going he's gonna to come back soon. So I think Chris Paul laps. got it before, right? Oh, that I don't know. But but, I but think last assuming, season. Well, that, that doesn't count anymore, right? I mean, you True. can get reinfected. Can so get it again. Yeah. So so in case, according to scientists, three to four months of immunity that would last until March or April, which is a fantasy playoff time. So so Lamelo would be more you know interesting to me. The Marder Rosen will be more interesting to me. Nikola Vucevic who got it will be more interesting. Everybody who, like, I mean, right now, Yanis and Harden and everybody else will be more, you know, will yeah. be more, more, more safe, I guess, yeah. in that sense. And then that it's the reality already. I mean, we can't really do anything about it other than, you know, watch it play right before our eyes and, yeah, hope we survive the fantasy week. 
but but like you said i mean this these days it's not like before like 10 days is fast you know i yeah. mean you, i mean 10 days is 10 days but what at most three at most four games but sometimes just three games right yeah three to four games i think i think that'll be okay that'll be okay you you you, you will even notice that, that it's already 10 days like lamelo is coming back already he's in the g league Teddy yeah. Rozier came back and nobody noticed. So, yeah. so it's really, it's really, it's really fast. It's really fast. Uh, so yeah, don't, don't and plus, you know, they have some um, protocols in place wherein, if you, you know, like LeBron's case, like I think days. he, he didn't really serve that uh, ten days thing. I think Rozier did last right ten days. Did he? I mean, I, I he had he had COVID. Pretty much the same time as Lamelo. Yes, and he did not have the reconditioning thing with the G League. We didn't hear anything about it. He just returned. Yeah. Uh, there are false positives though, like LeBron. You can see the difference. Like Kyle Kuzma is questionable for tomorrow, mm-hmm. but he's supposed to be positive. So maybe there there are levels to it. Sometimes they have positive, negative already. So that that that's why they're questionable sometimes. So yeah. so so yes, uh, there are others who have symptoms, and those players, uh, those are the ones that you know will really like Embiid, right? That those yeah. will be the ones that are really gonna be out long. We don't know who has who have symptoms or who do not have. They don't report that. So so you know we just have to speculate and hope that they get the asymptomatic kind. They're the asymptomatic kind. Yeah, so let's talk about some of these players and maybe some replacement players. Um, let's see. The Brooklyn Nets had seven players right off the bat. Seven yeah. in COVID protocols, but the biggest names are Harden, James Harden, LaMarcus Aldridge, and maybe some other rosterable players like Bruce Brown and Paul Millsap. So uh, the rest, uh, they're pretty much still, you know, you don't, you don't really... You haven't really rostered them, so they're kind of irrelevant at this point. But who is well the most famous ad, I guess, is Nick Laxton. He he is the most famous ad, but I did not add him. I could have added him. I added Bruce Brown. And then after an hour or so, they 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 they, they, they put him in COVID protocols also. So I'm very wary of adding these nets right now because they're at the minimum they're at eight players yeah and you can easily see a game being postponed like chicago's games uh just one more probably and it's very likely they could have more then we don't just you know they just haven't you know they manifested late or they tested positive late so yeah but but if let's assume that you know their games will continue yeah nick laxton is probably one of the best but Blake Griffin is my ad over Nick Laxton. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, he's not as sexy as Nick Laxton, but I think, as always, you know, these veterans they 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 do well. They do well. Yeah, uh, it's just that they, maybe the uh, history or you you've seen what they can do already with Nick Laxton. There's still some question mark if he can do it consistently. Some flaws as well to the game. Though I've seen some managers selling high already on Nick Laxton as early what? as the first day. 
That's 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 a very very those those are smart managers. Those are smart managers. He played well today. He played 17 points and I think I don't know eight or nine rebounds, but he played very well. But the telling thing is Blake Griffin and closed the game yeah. and played the whole overtime over him. So 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 that's why I said you know I'll still go with Blake Griffin. And they started point. early in the season, so yeah, I mean, it's not nothing new to him. So they'll probably get back to that, but we'll see. Um, Yeah, both though could be added. I think uh, both could yes. be. You could you could roll the dice on any one of those guys. But if you're gonna expect them to be long term ads, like I told one manager, no, no, no one's really long term ads here. Uh, maybe Nick Laxton, but to be honest, he hasn't really been as good with with the full uh, Nets roster. So, uh, yeah, uh, the players who played well, David Duke Jr. Out of nowhere, um, you know, uh, just, uh, just, uh, just a statement. These, co- this, this COVID thing would allow, would make us all know the the draft picks this year from pick one to pick sixty. Yeah, yeah. you would usually not know the no. the second rounders. And another <laughs> thing that you have to, well, at least sometimes we try to observe, right? These players, they might not be very. Uh, fantasy relevant this season, like you know, David Duke Jr. I don't think he'll be as good, you know, in the next, you know, throughout the season. But maybe next year, these are some of the some of the names that you'll have to watch out for. Right? David Duke Jr., Kessler Edwards, yep, Cam Thomas. Um, well, well, Cam Thomas, we have been talking, we have talked about him before. That uh, he's yeah. there. He's one of the yeah, but just of the briefly, draft, right? I mean, he played. Yeah. He did not play well today, and surprisingly, if I before today, if you ask me who I'd pick up, I'd pick up Cam Thomas. But he did not play well today, so that's ironic. But I th- I still think going forward that if you want a scorer, a shooter, you get Cam Thomas over Kessler Edwards. Kessler Edwards has been known to be a shooter in the collegiate ranks, mm. so he's a he's a shooter. Think uh, you think um, maybe the, not Duncan Robinson style, but something like that. Yeah. Similar to that. So if if you ask me who I who you should pick, then depends on your needs. David Duke is like DeAndre Bembry, like a Bruce Brown kind mm-hmm. of a player. He's more so, of a defender, you know, yeah. like the Royce O'Neal kind. That's that's his game. So it's up to you. What what do you want? You know, I mean, some people want three pointers, points. Well, some people value steals, blocks. So you know, at least based from the game today. It was really David Duke's game that. Did he stood play out. well today? I think uh, he had a double he... double. Okay, okay. So that's why that's he stood game. out a bit. Um, he had 10 points, 13 rebounds, two steals, two blocks. Yeah, that's his game. That's his game. Ever since in college, he's more of that um, enforcer, defender, hustle guy. Don't expect 10 points and 13 rebounds every game. He's yeah. not a good offensive player. He's not really a talented offensive player, David Duke. He's more of a, you know, as we said, steals, blocks, defense. All right. So those are, you know, and, and you know, these guys probably maybe a flyer, a streamer, uh, short term. Like I said, you'll eventually drop them once Harden gets back, once Bruce Brown gets back. I mean, don't expect too and, much. And you better hope they don't get into COVID protocols tomorrow. Yeah, true. Uh, but even <laughs> if they do, I mean, it doesn't hurt as much, right? 
yeah. just pick but, up but the next man up. Waste of a move. Waste of a move, man. Yeah, true. Uh, true, but yeah. Uh, Lakers has Taylor Horton Tucker, Malik Mong, and Dwight Howard in protocols. Um, yeah. Carmelo, Taylor. I picked up a Carmelo. I just forgot which league. <laughs> yeah, Carmelo, if he's dropped, uh, probably going to be a good ad. Taylor was the one who was Test, who tested positive first. That for, I'm, for, I'm sure he tested positive. And then they canceled practice because of him. Yeah. And then they and they decided to test everybody again because of him. And that's where Dwight and Malik tested positive. Mm-hmm. So I'm, pre- I'm, I'm pretty sure Dwight and Malik are not symptomatic. Taylor, I'm not sure. But um, with, this, with, with the Lakers, they're a very shallow team. They, they don't have depth. So, you know. So I'm hoping... <laughs> AD plays. I'm hoping also. Yes, hopefully. Right. I mean, if AD doesn't play tomorrow, right? They have a game tomorrow. Yes. If AD doesn't play tomorrow, I'm gonna be worried about AD. I mean, they are Me they're, they're depleted, and he should play. I mean, if it's just if nothing too serious, I think he'll at least have one game wherein he'll play it through. I'll say ninety five percent he will play. Again, if he doesn't play, I'm with Jeremy here. If he doesn't play, there's something more to that injury than than they're telling us. And panic buttons will have to be raised with yeah. with, with this. Yeah. Then in Milwaukee, the biggest catch is Yanis. Uh, Literally the biggest catch. Yeah. And of course, they, they also had Dante, uh, DiVincenzo, and Wesley Matthews, but Dante hasn't really been added as much. He was supposed to play tomorrow. Um, but yeah, yes. I guess that's yes. going to be postponed. tomorrow. Yes. yes, he was supposed to play tomorrow. And Chris Middleton, as we talked about, the hyperextended knee might not play also. Yeah. So yeah. we'll probably have to start Pat Connaughton with, with Grayson so Allen. We're going to be looking at Drew, Bobby Portis. Bobby Portis. I don't know if they're going to start Tanasis at the other at the other big position because they don't really have anybody else. They don't have Brooke. They don't have... Well, Middleton used to play the four. So, I don't think they'll start DeMarcos. They might play DeMarcos uh, a lot, but not as a starter because they don't have any depth there. But um, for ads, Grayson, I was able to pick up Grayson in a 14-team league and I'm happy about it. I think um, he should have a good game. And Demarcus. I mean, if you're in deeper leagues, that's this is for deeper. Demarcus is for deeper leagues. Um, yeah. I think he might get 25. I don't know if his body can take 30, so I'm I'm probably gonna go 20, 20 to 25 minutes for Demarcus. Yeah. So which is yeah, good. Are... Which might be enough. Which might be enough for him. Yeah. So that those are the ads for the Milwaukee, and then uh, the Knicks have well. RJ Barrett and Obi Token are probably the names. Uh, Quentin Grimes was supposed to be yes. the ad. I, that, that's that's my point. You know, add him and then he's the he's the next one in COVID protocols. Uh, yeah. Uh, so who else is left with the Knicks? Um, Kevin Knox. Yeah, that's why I see a lot of Kevin Knox moving up uh, in the ads list. Uh, but yeah, but nothing, not really exciting enough. You know who's exciting if Kemba played, but um, yeah, I I I'm actually uh looking at the free agent and was wondering if Kemba played 
uh, no. or has played. Uh, and I'm thinking as well, I was thinking as well, if they'll play Kemba because of no. the depleted lineup, but no. Uh, well, I guess, you know, the only big name there is RJ Barrett, who has been consistently part of the rotation. So I guess that's going to be easier to replace because there's just one player. Uh, it's not like the Charlotte situation or the um, what's this the the net situation or the Chicago situation wherein pretty much all the starters you know are out. Not yet, not but yet. not yet. Yeah, but if gets... you look at the timeline, there there was a reporter who already looked at it and he said he he followed how the COVID. Uh, transmitted in the NBA and it started with this team and then with, with this and that and then Chicago was the last one, right? Yeah. And Chicago played New York like mm-hmm. six or seven days ago and then it started there and then Chicago played, I'm not sure if it's Brooklyn exactly eight days ago I'm not, if I'm not mistaken. So they're following it right now. I mean, people don't have anything to do so <laughs> they're doing some investigative reporting <laughs> some scientific reporting but you know we don't know. New York is in danger zone. There could be more. There could be more in the next few days. Yeah. And speaking of New York, uh, as if you know the starters is not enough trouble already. Uh, annoyingly, well, let's talk <laughs> about Mitchell Robinson first because I saw it in the uh, FBW uh, article that Komish posted. I played Mitchell Robinson in the road. Again. <laughs> annoying. So annoying. <laughs> how many How many teams is your Roto League? 14. 14. Okay. Are you holding on to Mitchell Robinson in your Roto League? Well, there's really not much players to add. So I'm just holding on. And plus, you know, the blocks is not really something I'm good at at this point. This is so. the question. This is the question. You're in Roto. You're in Roto. You're holding Mitchell. You can't drop him because you don't have anybody to, to add, as you said. Yeah. Do you play him? Do you play Th- him? That's the thing. Him? That's the thing. Okay. So last time I did play him. Okay. Because he wasn't as good before, right? So uh-huh. I, I said to myself, let's, you know, put him on the bench first. And then he gives me a double-double. He, gives, he throws out a double-double with, I think, four blocks. Yeah. So Two steals, today, Three steals, four blocks. That was yeah. the game. He steals four blocks. Yeah. So today, I decided to you know play him because I don't want that to happen again. And he gave me a stinker. So, uh, yeah. The, I mean, I think these players are going to be hard in the sense that it's really going to be hard to tell when is the... I mean, they're not going to be consistent enough. And that just says a lot about the team I have that I have. You know, there are players that can't have good games but you'll have to have play the guessing game and they haven't really done it consistent enough i i i'm I, i'm just gonna uh, add there maybe like you have to look in roto maybe with mitchell example is mitchell you really have to look at matchups very carefully um i learned this from max so i'm gonna tell our viewers also let's say mitchell that's a good example because his value is really blocks so mm-hmm. You look at the uh, uh, stats of ESPN or Yahoo, the opponent stats. If their blocks is high, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, Max mentioned that in his yeah. first guesting with us. Then, then you, you have to look at which teams are 
uh, easily blocked. Yes, yes, something like that. But uh, right, uh, basically, that's the concept. That's the idea. But right now, going back to Mitchell, uh, his value is, I don't know, um, basically blocks. Because even rebounds, he's averaging four or five the past few games. Yeah. Today, he has two. So, uh, in 12 team, I really don't see why, how, or how, or why, or I mean, how can you keep him in your team? I mean, uh, yeah, but I, I, I think the only reason why people keep him, because uh, I have, I think, one or two in the head-to-heads, um, is because, well, there's really not much player, not many there. But uh, here's one guy, if you need the block, maybe you'll just have to pick up Hassan instead of Mitchell, right? I mean, yeah, that was what I was going to ask you. Um, Javal McGee, Hassan Whiteside. Yeah. Are these Those guys, guys better, are better owned than Mitchell Robinson at this point? Because I, I, I personally feel yes. Yeah. Yes. I think Hassan, yes. Uh, Javel, I'm still a little on the fence, but with the Eaton situation, we're in here. Well, Eaton played today, but it seems like, you know, uh, there's something lingering with Eaton because he has missed games as well before, right? So he yeah. might be, you know, uh, missing some more games later on. So I'm a little on the fence with Javel. Uh, but yeah, Hassan, I think, is, you know, I've seen Hassan play with the Jazz, and I think he's the best. Uh, he fits best with that team because he just replaces a guy who is similar to him, but just, that's just way better than him. So just, that's just perfect for him, and he doesn't need 25, 26 minutes to produce. He needs 20 minutes, and that's fine. Yes. So yeah, yeah, Hassan, I think, is, is probably a better player right now. The annoying part with the Knicks is that Nerlens Noel has not been doing anything also. Better, I mean better with the steals and the blocks, but overall not the boost that we hoped when, he's, when he was named the starter. So nothing really to, to get to mind in New York right now for their bigs. Yeah, and nothing That's- really exciting fantasy-wise. Yes, yes. In the Knicks side... Um- who do they have there? I mean, their best guy, Julius Randle, is also struggling. Uh, who's um, next, right? Yeah, I'll just mention something about Randle. I'm not saying he's going to be a bust, but for sure he's a bust in the sense that he's not going to be a second-round value this year or a early third. At the very, very least, probably for me, it's an early fourth, uh, Randle. Today, he made five threes. That's why he got 31 points. Watch mm-hmm. the games, guys. Watch the games. Ha, ha. You know, he's not a very dependable three-point shooter or outside shooter, but that's what he has become. He has become a fade-away, you know, I mean, fade-away shooter, uh, 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 James Harden kind step-back outside shooter, and that's not really his strength, but that's what he's been doing every game. That's why I'm not too high on uh, Randall. So that's, that's just my point about Randall. But if you guys feel that he can, you know, return to his old self, then go ahead. I just feel like maybe not this year. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And, you know, another worry player is Mikal Bridges. This is what I was talking about, Mikal Bridges. I mean, uh, some managers are quite high on him given the clean 
stat set that he provides, like no turnovers, high field goal, good free throws. Uh, but again, he is another un- weird, I guess, and annoying player to own. Weird in the sense that I personally can't understand why people are so high on him. You can that or you can't? I can't. You can't. I okay. can I can see how clean his game could be, but there are just games wherein you'll be annoyed. He doesn't do much, anything. Uh, he's averaging 12 or 13 points, 1.7 blocks. Is that enough for you? That, that, that's that's the question you have to answer, I guess. I mean, I guess where you pick about... him. I mean, I mean, there are there are managers who are really, really high, like you know, um, Feels like he's, you know, top 50. Is, is he top 50? Top 60. He's top 60 this year. Yeah, um, so at least he's close. It's just again, that, you know, there are zeros sometimes. I mean... The, the ranks are skewed because, like, field goal is high, free throws are high. Yeah. But how many attempts does he take? Does it, does it matter if he only takes a few attempts, right? If you're three out of three, and then in your team, what, what percentage is three out of three of your whole field goal? Yeah. Field goal or free throw, let's say it doesn't matter if you're if like Randall scores seven out of twenty, your three out of three will you know be useless. Yeah. Right. The volume, the volume shooters, and you know are the more important ones. That's why I I agree with Jeremy. I mean, sometimes you don't really don't feel it, but maybe in Roto, yeah, I, I, you can, there is value there. There's value in Roto, but but in head to head, I think in Roto you won't be afraid to roster him or put him in your lineup because he won't really hurt you. Mm-hmm. Right, um, yes. but there would be some games where in you know he gives you a, just a little of this, a little of that. Not really that uh, big when it comes to the counting stats, I guess. At least not consistently. And um, for example, what kind of deals you can get for Mikal? Uh, one of our uh, friends uh, asked about the offer he got Mikal for Wendell Carter Jr. and. He thought about it for a while. That means, you know, those kinds of deals, right? It might. And who might would pass. you rather have there? Wendell. Wendell. He. Uh, that's our friend, Sir Benny of uh, PAD. Yeah. So, yeah, I saw that. I saw that in the Viber uh, group chat. But that's my point. I mean, in the drafts, uh, sometimes Mikal goes way, way higher than there's like these, you know, Wendell. Yeah. But For sure. Uh yeah, that's what I don't understand. How why are some managers really so high on Mikal? But but um given th- for me the draft which bridges draft. would you rather own? I, I think we asked this uh, early early in the season. Miles, 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 miles bridges. But th- I think the Mikal thing, uh just to add, I think in the draft, people expected him to take a step forward this year with his scoring. With his usage, that was the expectation because because of last season in the in the he was good in the playoffs. He was good, I mean, the finals and everything. So people expected this regular season he would take a step forward because of course, uh, Devin Booker, people are expecting is you know more tired. Chris well, Paul is older. Today, so. it's been a couple of weeks wherein Devin Booker has been out. Um, yes. Right? And... Yes. Uh, I haven't really watched much Suns game, but I don't see Mikal throwing up really big numbers. So yes. I just don't think the role is not that for Mikal in Phoenix scoring. Yes, that's why I put him role. here because I mean Devin Booker is already working out, so he's about to come back. 
and we haven't even felt anything that like Mikal Bridges is on fire, but you know what? You, you, you don't, right? You, you don't. No. no. So, uh, so that, that, that's, he, that's the reason why is, I put it. He is probably, you know, the other 3ND guy for Phoenix. Who's the other one? Uh, Jay Crowder, I guess. He is the better one than Jay Crowder. Actually, I feel like Cam Johnson is probably probably one of the better. Probably, I, I <laughs> but think... Cam Johnson doesn't do the D part. Oh, he does. Lately, he's been, he, a while ago, he was the one who was guarding. Were, were they against? Well, yeah, I, but the stats wise, though. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's true. But, I mean, but defensively, in fantasy, that's the you yeah, know how yeah. we define it. Yeah, yeah. I'm not saying Cam is uh, better than Mikal. I'm just saying that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You you felt more. You felt Cam more with Booker out, right? Like Cam Johnson is an ad because he's been playing well because Booker is out. You d- you don't feel no, that. No, I think Cal. the only reason why you feel Cam more is because you just picked him up in the waiver. That's true. Also, yeah, that that that's you just also picked true. him up, and when if you pick someone up and he scores fifteen, that's big already. Uh yeah, that's true. Right that's when true. you. Mikal, you drafted him 60 and he scores 15 and then the next game he scores what 10, 9, and then does nothing else. Then Five. you're gonna you're gonna you're gonna feel Five. that. You're gonna feel Point, that yeah. in a bad way. So I think that's the big difference. I mean, you'll really notice Cam Johnson because you know I just picked this guy up, right? I mean, yeah. Uh so so there, worry, Mikal Bridges. Uh, and another guy in the worry was Alec Burks, also from New York. Yeah. Ever since the back-to-back 25-point, 23-point game when Gemba was benched, he's averaging 11 points, 2 rebounds, and 2 assists, and 30% shooting. So The, the Knicks, though, are, there. are not as good as they were last year. Uh, yeah, yeah, for sure. And, <laughs> and I think, you know, that impacts the fantasy value of these players. Uh, players like Randall, players like Fournier, uh, Derrick Rose, right? Um mm-hmm. Even Noel and I mean Noel and uh Noel and Richmond last year were somehow decent, right? Robinson. I mean Rob, you mean you mean Robinson. Mitchell, Mitchell, Robinson. Yeah, Mitchell. And Nerlens. Nerlens was okay last year. I mean, yes, yes. Rosterable. The, the team is about to ex- implode. The team is about to implode. It's near implosion mark. So I I'm just worried about what will happen if if that happens. <laughs> I mean what will Tibbs do? Tibbs can be a madman, you know. I don't. I, I'm. 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 <laughs> yeah. I. Uh, I don't know if he's gonna. What kind of changes he's gonna make? But with going back to the Alec Burks thing, just just an example of you know don't. Whenever a player becomes a hot ad, like Deadmon and Burks, and then they explode in the first few games, always try to trade them. And that is just my last piece of advice. And I've told you this before, and just you know add. Uh, giving Burks is another example of this this theory of mine. Yeah. Also in trading, because I got a question this morning about trade, uh, a manager complaining uh, because a co-manager within the league was you know proposing a trade, a kind mm-hmm. of a lopsided trade. I won't mention the trade because they're part of the FPW. I don't want it to. Uh, you know, garner some yeah. friction. So they know who, he knows who he is uh, if he's listening. But uh, you know, he was selling high on a player, really high on a player, um, and trying to get uh, solid players. Um, and the manager who was 
you know, proposed to, was complaining why, why he was annoyed because of the offer. Um, because it was lopsided, you know, vetoable for, you know, I think vetoable. But I told him, you know, he wanted to, he wanted to, you know, uh, call out this person in the group chat and all. I just told him, you know, there's really no, no use for that. No stopping anyone from offering anything at this point. And, you know, it's up to the other manager. If they don't like it, they can always reject it. And no need yes. to do, you know, make a big fuss out of it. Um, again, if they can sell it at that point, then kudos to them, right? If they can sell those players for really good value, kudos to them. But again, <laughs> I don't know the deal exactly. Them. I don't know the deal exactly, but um, I guess if it's vetoable, yes, it could be irritating. But there are deals that are not just even vetoable; they're laughable. So that is the time when I'm also irritated. Maybe some something like Cole Anthony for Jimmy Butler, something like that, or maybe mm. Cole Anthony for. Sometimes I get deals for like Miles Bridges for Nikola Jokic, something like that. Uh, yeah. That, that that kind of deals, those are obviously you know not to that level. I mean, the the yeah. offer was not to that level, and you know, from the commissioner's standpoint, I can see the reasoning why it was being offered, um, and it was a three for two deal, uh, and these are not really big name players like your first round players, so it was fine. I mean, definitely some not easy approve right not just yeah. automatic approve type of deal uh you really have to think about it before you approve but again How like about- i said it's not against the play the manager who offered because he has all the right to offer at the same time the other manager has all the right to decline or reject no need to How make about- a big fuss out of it yes how about this offer um this was approved and this was not approved this was uh, a done deal in our league um, let's see if Jeremy, what Jeremy's vote is. Ben Simmons, Jason Tate, and Isaiah Hartenstein for um, Tobias and Melton. Ben Simmons, Jason Tate, and Hartenstein for Tobias and Melton. So, think- what's your what's your vote there? What's your vote in that in that? Tobias and Melton. Uh, yes. If you're asking me if you know, I'm on the Tobias and Melton side still. Will you veto? Um, Hartenstein's been playing a little better. Um, that's hard because of the Ben Simmons thing. Um, and I'll tell you if it was vetoed or not in early. Probably did it come out. On the time we're in the trade rumors about Ben Simmons was really it came high. out today. 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 It, it was approved yeah. today, but when was it uh, submitted? Today. It was submitted today and we voted on it today. So it was already decided on whether it was okay or it was uh, I didn't I, think, I didn't say it was I, I, I think I think uh that could be approved. You think this was this yeah, could I be I think approved. that's approved. That was uh, vetoed. It was vetoed. It was vetoed. Uh, and I can understand why. It was vetoed, and I I voted yes because I don't I never vote veto anyway in that league or in more majority of the leagues because I know the managers and I know that there's no collusion here, and he, the manager who sold Ben Simmons was just good in selling Ben Simmons. Uh, yeah. I told him 
and, and, and the you timing know? as well. I mean, there have been, you know, the you know, the sequence of events, right? A few days ago, there were already news that in we're in trade talks have been, you know, moving forward a bit. Although whether that's true or not, we don't really care. But from the rumors perspective, that's something that you can say that, hey, look, it's moving. So most likely Ben Simmons will play. And since and Tobias that, is struggling, yeah. Right? Tobias and remember I told you who, who was doing something like that? Our <laughs> guest before. And he, he was he was the one who sold Ben Simmons. And and I told him if you can pull this off and if the league approves this, you got to get the trophy. I mean, you had Zion and, and Ben Simmons and you were able to sell them for Middleton and Tobias. I mean, I said, yeah. I salute you. I salute you. But again, that's why I said yes. I knew because, it. I knew it. No, no. That's you said, why I said that part wherein this guy was good in trade, was just really good in tra- trading. No, 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 I, no. That's why, that's why I, 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 that's why, I, you know, I salute, I didn't vote no or veto because I know there was no collusion. Because he doesn't know both of those managers that he dealt with. For yeah. a fact. I know that for a fact. So he just messaged. And actually, he didn't talk to them for long. He he told me what he did. And I, I said, that's very good. Very smart of you. Because he one was a punt uh, free throw. So he's now selling him Ben Simmons. Of course, given the news that came out. Yeah, right? the timing of the news. Yeah, the timing of if, the news. If he, if he tried to do this a couple of weeks ago, that would have not that would not be accepted by the other manager. Yes. And in a way, in a way, it's unfair to him because it was vetoed. I think, I really think based on his name alone, because people know like, you you, you, you got one over the other manager. Is this the same league wherein he traded Zion for yes, Middleton? Yes, it's the same league. He, 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 he drafted Zion and Ben. And when he drafted Zion and Ben, we were all laughing already. But he knew what he was going to do. He was going to trade them. And we were said, well, you're not going to be able to trade them. Well, he did trade them. Although this one was vetoed, I still consider it as a trade. So, you know, so let me just, never say never. Let me just tell <laughs> you why I feel they vetoed it because of the Ben Simmons thing. So it would look like a Tobias and Melton for Jason Tate and Hartenstein, right? Because, you know, yeah. some <laughs> other managers would still feel that, no, Ben Simmons would not play. But let me also tell you the other side on why it can be approved. Because of the Ben Simmons news, uh, Melton has been up and down. Uh, you know, Tate has been more consistent as far as playing time, uh, the numbers, the counting stats. Melton has been up and down. All just a name value at this point. I mean, uh, even without Jamarant, what has Melton done? Not much, right? So yeah. So I think you know that's that's you know you have to think of it that way in such a way that. I think, of struggling. This, I think of it this way. If the Zion for Middleton thing was not vetoed, there's no way this should be vetoed. That's just my thing. For yeah, me, Zion, true. the Zion deal... For That's me, worse. I told him. For me, the Zion deal was worse. And, I, worse. and even if they said that he was going to practice already or whatever, I said, no you know, any manager who was long, who has played long enough knows that fractured foot is no, no laughing matter. And whether you believe the Zion pictures or not, man, you're... I, I'm pretty sure about 80% of the people would believe that you know Zion is as big and is not really in playing form yes. at this point. I mean, yes. even if that's fake, I'm pretty sure 80 to 90% of the managers who are playing fantasy believes that, you know, uh, maybe the 10% are those 
or maybe the ten percent are those who own who own Zion, right? <laughs> they don't believe that. Uh, but they, they're the again, ones who believe that uh, he's still gonna play. The lesson here is never say never. Just keep on hustling. Keep on trying. Yeah, that's that's that that's the that's that's why I wanted to bring this up because you know trading. There are two players, two managers in a trade. If someone offers you uh something, even if it's laughable for you, maybe for that manager or other managers, it's not laughable. So just decline it. Don't you know? No need to make a big fuss. I know some leagues they bet veteran players because the expectations is. These are veteran players. Yeah, true. These are veteran players. That's why they're making those types of trades. Right? Yes. That's why they're offering those types of trades because they know if they can get one to just, you know, catch, catch the bait, right? They can catch bait on just one. They okay. want that trade, right? So the, expect more of these types of trades from veteran managers as well. And, and if you don't try, you will never know. Yeah, we yeah. we I know Jeremy and I know someone. I'm not gonna say the name because whatever that offers low ball offers. I don't, and Jeremy doesn't know doesn't know who I'm referring to, but but we know that we know this manager very well, and he offers really low ball offers. And I've gotten messages from other league managers that we play with and saying, "What kind of an offer is this? Why is he offering this? Why is he offering that?" And I said, "He offers that to everybody, so he's not really you know." Doing it to you personally, like he's targeting yeah. you. It's he just, just wants how he to value- train the, the yes, player. that's just how he values his players differently. So for me, I said just reject it. Just reject it. Yeah, just he's reject not, he it. doesn't mean any. It, you if know, you have a problem with the offer, if that let's just say you really have a problem with the manager, just message him personally and tell him, you know, the offer. <laughs> I don't think no, don't do that. Don't I, do that. Yeah, you know what? I, I just say that because maybe if you're you know really kind of interested in dealing, because I told them if I I get those offers as well, and all I do is decline them. If I see a player there, because sometimes there would be one player there that you like, right? In that case, maybe I would like Jason Tate alone only, right? So I'll negotiate yeah. to get Jason Tate only without. Taking in the other players, right? Oh, I see that you're trying to trade Jason Tate, and I really want Jason Tate. So maybe what's a deal we can do to get Jason Tate? I mean, that's the type of thing that uh, I was suggesting. Just to message him if you like the player, one or two of the players that he's offering, because obviously you're not gonna like everything, everyone. That's yeah, why you're yeah. declining it, right? So, but yeah. if you see one that yeah, this one's okay, but. I want it, but not of this value that you're asking for. This one, nicely, nicely. Jeremy is not telling you to message them and yeah. then <laughs> and then ask for a fight. Yeah, no, no, just message them and tell. And, them. and another tip, another tip. Like if if a trade gets vetoed, uh, you after the veto, you offer something for the vetoed players. That's what I'm doing right now with the max deal. Uh, Tobias and Melton was the deal was vetoed, so now I'm offering my players for Tobias and Melton. And yeah. just you know, I mean, if the manager was gonna sell yeah. him already, right? Yeah, there, you know, you, you already know there these are players for sale. Yeah, that's it. And and I saw what he was way willing to give for Tobias and yep. Melton already. Yeah, yeah. So True. maybe if I improve it a little bit, I can get them. So that's yeah. a tip. That's another tip. You 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 always and it also, I mean, 
of course, you'll say that there's not a lot of deals that get vetoed. But sometimes if you know the managers in the league, like, hey, you know, I offered this guy this. Just listen. Oh, you offered him that. Okay. You know, you get information. Like you offered yeah. him this player and he said no, but he wants this. So, okay. So you, you, get, you can gauge how the managers uh, value their players also. Yeah. Yeah. So those are just uh, some trading things that, you know, uh, I feel could, you know, help, help in the, you know, building of at least the camaraderie in the league uh, rather than sticking it personally or being annoyed, just reject the trade offers that you don't like. And no need to, you know, uh, make a big fuss out of it. All right, that's it for our daily fantasy. We have we did talk about any few good players, but yeah, Steph broke the record, and pretty much that's it. The that's, that's the news today. That's the few good news. Although, uh, did he do well today? Uh, I don't think he shot well. Not didn't shoot well. Didn't shoot yeah. well. So yeah, but at least he broke the record already. So hopefully, he gets it going. Uh, like he did earlier this season. All right. We'll see you again tomorrow, guys. Bye. Bye.